Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Think Icarus had a little hubris? Well, stay tuned to the Worry for Retirement. We'll find out what your 401k has to do with all of this. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Hubris, a word from the ancient Greek, describes a personality quality of extreme or foolish pride or dangerous overconfidence. There was a young lad in Greek mythology by the name of Icarus who had the same problem. In fact, as we'll talk about on today's show, The Worry-Free Retirement, we're going to make a correlation between this fella and his father equipping him with a set of wings to fly high, and the danger it imposed to him and the hot old Mr. Sun, as my Hazel used to call it. But first, let's introduce the producer of the Worry-Free Retirement, our own Aaron Orander, who brought up this idea of talking about this fella Icarus and what it has to do with the risk you might be taking with your money. Good afternoon, Aaron. Hey, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, and we're kind of mixing things up today. We decided to record the Worry-Free Retirement radio show this afternoon. Had a little extra free time, which is unusual on a Monday. And we'll do the TV show tomorrow. So uh, appreciate you uh, and Derek clearing out the schedule here a little bit and arranging the studio. So uh, what is today? We're day before Election Day. Can you believe it? It is the day before Election Day, November 2nd, 2020. Gosh. Okay. So this show would be on, when would this be on? This show will be on uh, December 3rd. This will be on in about a month. So assuming there's no hanging chads or all the votes are counted, we will have by then a new president. Well, I guess. Possibly. We'll see. Yeah. But folks, this is kind of an interesting topic we're going to get into. I know several weeks ago, we, speaking of elections, covered this idea that no one can time the stock market and even can predict what might happen to the stock market, depending on what president might be elected. Uh, But what we are going to get in today is something that concerns me a little bit, and that is the idea that savers could fall into this Icarus syndrome. And to introduce, just in case you're not familiar with the mythological character of Icarus, actually, I was not. Although when you explained it to me, I started remembering a little bit about my Greek mythology I took back in elementary school. But Aaron, if you would, uh, explain who Icarus was and uh, the purpose of the wings his father outfitted him with. Uh, So Icarus was a Greek mythological character and his father Daedalus, hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, they were imprisoned on the island Crete, which is where the the Minotaur was and the labyrinth and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, in order to get off of the island, the father, Daedalus, constructed wings that were made of feather and were held together by wax. And 
made a set for himself, made a set for his son Icarus, and before they took off to, you know, fly across the Mediterranean Sea onto, onto you know, some different shoreland or whatever, he, uh, he gave him two instructions. He said, one, don't fly too low to the seabed because the, the, the sea, the salt, the, the salt in the air, whatever, it'll dissolve the wax and it'll make your wings fall apart. You could fall in the water and you could drown. So that was the first instruction. The second instruction was he told his son Icarus not to fly too high towards the sun or close to the sun because the heat from the sun would cause the wax to melt. Thus, same kind of same kind of result, breaking apart his uh, his feathers and and all that stuff, and then being so high up in the air, he would have no transportation at all, and he would plummet to his death into the water. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, they took off, and Icarus was just loving life. I flying guess flying high, right? Flying high. That's a good yeah. That's a good pun. Flying high, loving life, and. Did not heed his father's second instruction and flew too close to the sun. Wings melted, and Icarus took a tumble into the sea. And that was the end of Icarus. Did right. not listen to good old dad. Sounds like me when I used to coach my kids in baseball and basketball. They'd listen to everybody else but me. But So you might say, well, okay, Tony, that's an interesting story, and maybe that's coming back to your memory as well. But what does that have to do with me and my money, you ask? Well... Here's my concern right now, and we have kind of created these two levels. So let's go back to Icarus. If you fly too high and get close to the sun, it's a four-letter word that fits well with our topic today, you could risk your life, right? You could get burned. Okay, so we all can see that visual of flying too close to the sun, and basically there goes your life. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to take a risk that way, especially if we don't have to. And that was interesting you said Basically, the wings were serving the purpose. The purpose was not to get out and fly out and have fun. The purpose was to escape the Isle of Crete, right? right. They were trying to escape with their lives, not, you know, they okay. weren't trying to like race each other or anything like <laughs> yeah. that, you know. But human nature kicked in, and we'll get to that in just a second. So why would uh, Icarus, who had it made and was getting off the island, why would his human nature kick in and he had to test the water, so to speak? Then the second thing, though, and it's what's going on right now with these low interest rates, The other extreme, so let's say you're saying, well, Tony, I'm not an Icarus. I would never, number one, I would never get in a wingsuit and fly around, nor would I get too close to the sun. I would definitely have heeded Icarus's father's warnings. I don't like risk, and we'll see, maybe you like risk more than you think. But the second part to that is, if you get complacent and you're afraid to do anything, you never put on the wingsuit at all, right, Aaron? You can stay on the shoreline. So here's the point of our show today, folks. What we're finding out is, first of all, with human nature, many of you, and I would say many of you savers out there listening to this show, because there's no interest to be had, or at least not from the banks, as many of you like to invest money there. I mean, CDs as of the day of this recording, maybe you could find one at 1% if you're lucky, maybe a tad higher, but basically that's not a lot of money. That's what we would call complacency. Uh, You're afraid to put any money out anywhere else, so you just don't do anything. That's not a good thing either. It's hard to get anywhere if you're just going to stay on the shoreline. But the second is risk, and that is obviously what Wall Street would have you believe, that you should put on the wings of Wall Street. You should be willing to invest in the stock market, even though we're going to talk about this. We know it's a gamble in many cases, especially if you're going to risk all your money. And you should not be worried about flying too high. So why is it Why is it that people will take risk and all of a sudden realizing that that risk can take hold of them? Interesting show coming up about this whole topic about risk. 
and also a special guest later to talk about the real element of risk, the one that's hardest to shake. You're going to learn some interesting things today on the Worry-Free Retirement. You stay tuned. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Warning, a licensed insurance agent with no prior knowledge of annuities can legally toss your 401k into an annuity. Don't make that mistake. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com before ever purchasing an annuity. Call me old fashioned, but I love the fact that my husband takes care of all the finances. But if something happened to him, where would I turn? The grief associated with losing a spouse is hard enough. Don't make matters worse by not having a written game plan. Don't leave your future to chance. Get a game plan now with one of the most experienced and trusted names in the business. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and we are talking about something called the Icarus Syndrome. And actually, our own producer and America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander, stumbled across this article. I thought this was a fascinating article, Aaron, and I'll let you summarize it real quick, but it's called the Icarus Syndrome, Executives Who Fly Too Close to the Sun. Now, what is the gist of this? And these executives that tended to get, it looks like, according to this article, a little too... Uh, maybe greedy or overambitious, and who do they drag along with them on this fun escapade of risk? Uh, yeah, I think that the article mainly dealt with just greed within a corporation. It, it mainly dealt with people who were in the higher level, your CEOs, CFOs, people of that nature who might get a little overambitious about, you know, well, our company's doing so well, why not, why not go a step further? And I mean, it just gave different examples of people, you know, investing in, you know, shady stocks or, you know, not, uh, um, you know, not paying people properly in order to keep more money in, in revenue and stuff like that. And then ultimately, a lot of examples that it used in the article talked about a lot of companies flat out shut down, closed down, what have you, just because, because of these escapades. Yeah, just because of these escapades that they went on. Yeah, so folks, the same thing can apply. And you say, again, Tony, how does this come to our money? Same thing can apply to you and your money. Remember, this show is dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. One of our jobs, now again, we don't mind putting a little bit of money at risk when we're flying along with your money. We don't mind approaching the sun maybe just to get a little warmth. Right, Aaron? Right. But what we don't want to do is get too close to the sun and burn up your life savings. And my concern is over the years, especially in this low interest rate environment, uh, many of you are just taking way too much risk and you feel like in order to make it retirement, you have to take risk. And that is just, there's nothing further from the truth. Oh, incidentally, I've got to tell this quick story, Aaron. We were talking about uh, Icarus's dad figuring out how to put all these wings together. And I'm assuming he put all that together safely. Remember I was talking about my dad was not the best mechanic in the world? Right, right. Okay, well, I'm going to have to admit something to you. I get in a hurry, too. And I got to thinking about the first soapbox derby car I ever put together for my son, Philip. Okay. Oh, this ought to be good. Oh, this all right, is I'm real listening. good. Okay. So anyway, and my wife, man, she about shot me after this incident. So again, and, I, and I'd actually had a guy come over and help me that had done one of these soapbox derby cars before. My son's like 11 or 12. 
Um, so I put it together in the basement and you have to follow all these strict guidelines. And of course me, I'm thinking, okay, Philip, this thing looks awful, awful, awesome. And he goes, okay, dad, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to go down here right out next to the road here. There was a kind of a part of our road that went downhill. So this would be perfect. Now keep in mind, I hadn't tested this out. Philip climbs into it. I let go. It gradually rolls, gets faster and faster. And I had noticed, but down at the bottom of the hill, there was a car parked on the left side of the road. Well, I noticed Philip is gradually going towards the car, and I'm hollering <laughs> Philip. I go, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. And he crashes into this truck. It's a truck, actually. It's very dangerous. I mean, I'm running down the hill chasing him. Come to find out, I'm fussing at him. Don't you know how to steer a wheel? And he goes, Dad, I was. Well, we take the car back up. I had the guy that helped me fit it together. I said, what? He said, Tony, you had the steering mechanism on backwards. Ooh, so when Philip was turning the wheel, he was turning properly. He was going the other way. Yeah. So we show up at the Turn soapbox left, derby. Right. This is the funny thing. Show up at the soapbox derby. People are looking at the den in the front of his thing. We couldn't get it beat out. And I said, Philip, you got the intimidation factor That's thing right. happening, buddy. That's right. The Dale Earnhardt. They're looking soapbox. at him going, ooh, he's been through this before. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, but seriously, though, folks. So what we decided to do in the studio, and I know you've met my brother. I call him Marty the Drummer. My brother, Marty Walker, who is uh, three years my senior, believe it or not, we're going to talk to Marty in just a second about this whole notion of being obsessed and the key obsession that he has found. My brother is actually a drug and alcohol counselor. He's been in the business over 40 years. Of all the addictions, Aaron, he has found to be the hardest to beat, but one that's susceptible to a lot of people, especially people that are competitive and want more and more, kind of like Icarus, is gambling. You don't think there's something tied to Wall Street with this, folks? Good stuff coming your way as we interview my brother, Marty Walker, to find out what's behind gambling and why do people get so addicted to it. I'll be right back. It is estimated that each day over 10,000 people will turn 65, which means a lot of advisors selling a lot of annuities. Don't make the mistake of buying the wrong annuity. Learn more about annuities at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. And we're talking about this concept called the Icarus Syndrome and the idea of risking our money and taking unnecessary risks with it. And with us in the studio to talk about this subject matter of addictions is my favorite brother, Marty Walker, all the way from Lexington. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Marty. Thank you for having me, Tony. And uh, we go back a long way, obviously, and uh, I'm actually kind of anxious to hear from you a little bit about your counseling practice. You've been a therapist uh, for how long now? Uh, for 37 years. Golly. Uh, it's been a, been a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, after 37 years, I get to learn exactly what you do. All right, let's get, to the, let's get to the meat of it here, Marty. First of all, tell us, as a licensed therapist, and I know there's a lot of addictions you have to deal with, but let's talk specifically about gambling. I know it's probably not the hardest to treat, but it's got to be one of the top uh, diseases to try to treat. What is the issue with gambling? Where does it start and why is it so difficult to spot and treat? Well, I think the difficulty with gambling as far as trying to treat the addiction is there's not an actual chemical going into the body. It is what we call a process addiction versus a chemical addiction. 
Uh, but the, what, what happens is that the same thing happens in terms of the compulsion, of the uh, problems it causes, and the difficulty of trying to identify it is, you know, when you have, see somebody intoxicated or somebody on drugs, a lot of times you can tell. You can't always tell with, when someone has a uh, gambling problem that causes, you know, difficulty for themselves and their families. And then I think you made an interesting comment before we went on talking about gambling and the addiction of it, there's that also that element of a lot of those people are pretty competitive people. So there is that ability to compete oh, yeah. that's kind of yeah. thrown in the mix. I guess that's kind of tough. How do you deal with that when you're treating people or thinking through that particular addiction? Well, the, comp the competitive part of it, of a lot of the gamblers, the, you have to kind of break through the mental challenging of, of saying, wait a minute, what's the, what's the risk, what's the odds here of you winning if you're a competitive person? the odds are actually quite slim that you're gonna beat the house or beat the track or whatever the gambling might be. But there's this thing of I beat it, uh, mm -hmm. but you're only gonna beat it every once in a while of that, so. There's a reason those casinos are so huge and making all that money, right? There they is usually a reason. Win. They're not there for charity. They're not there <laughs> to give it away, you know, so yeah. So what are some usual treatment things? I know you sent some bullet points for us to kind of go through, identifiers, if you will. I think there's five of them, but kind of go through those five, if you will, please. Okay, well, um, there's actually, according to the American Psychiatric Association, there's like 12 criteria. But the main ones I, I center on with all addictions are basically three C's, compulsion, control, and consequences. The person who's addicted to any substance or gambling too has a, a compulsion to continue using. They just can't stop using that. Uh, C, with the consequences, they do it despite the consequences they have in their life, losing their family, losing their job, uh, you know, they'll con continue to use despite adverse con uh, consequences. And then finally is the loss of control. Uh, loss of control is, you know, they're lost control in their, in, in, their, in their lives and they don't have any control over the, uh, the addiction or the disorder. The other criteria is chasing losses. That's probably another C mm -hmm. we could add in there. For a gambler, for a compulsive gambler, they're continually trying to chase the loss. Oh, that, like, I can get that back. Yeah, I can way. get that back. I, you know, I can, I can win it back. And that gets you into gambler's fallacy and some of the mental issues that go on with the addiction. But that's, you know, those, those are the primary things you want to look at. Craving, there's another mm. C if you want to put five of them here. Mm -hmm. Continuing to craving to uh, gamble or to use, just like using a substance for an addict, they continue to want it and crave it and have an impulse to continue using it. So somebody watching this show, and I know we even have probably some clients, I mean, you know, betting on the ponies occasionally yeah. or whatever, it's okay, I guess, to occasionally do that. But when do you know, wait a minute, I may have a problem here. Well, you know, and I myself, I think anybody knows me, they know I like to go bet a, a race at the Red Mile in Lexington <laughs> or Keenan, and I'm kind of far on the harness race. But I think what the key is, you, you know, you take a limit of what you're going to spend. Mm -hmm. I'm going. I'm going to spend twenty dollars a day, and if I lose it, that's my entertainment for the day. Good you know, point. and but if you're continuing going past that, and you're chasing it in the ATM or getting money <laughs> off of it, and you continue to keep using, and then you can't afford that. It's one thing if you have a lot of money you can afford it. If you can't afford it, a lot of, of course, gamblers can't. Mm -hmm. That's when you know you probably got an issue here. Your family financial. The yeah. statements start going downhill and that kind of thing. So, Well, Marty, it's uh, been a pleasure. I'm sorry we're running out of time. I've, I've loved talking about this. I don't know, in 37 years while we haven't talked more about it. Interesting <laughs> stuff. And uh, I'm glad you got both the music career and the counseling career going. You've done a great job and uh, real proud of you. So thanks for well, being with us today. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me. Have a thanks. good day, folks. We'll be right back.
I am retirement specialist Tony Walker, and I just wanted to take just a couple of minutes to share with you a little bit about my story, my history in this business, and how we've become so successful in helping savers worry less about money. You know, over the past 35 years, I didn't always focus on the saver personality, as I like to call it. Uh, years ago, I used to do a lot of money management. In fact, I've been licensed to sell securities and insurance products uh, since 1986. So I've been able to see all of the major downturns the stock market can offer. But quite frankly, the worst downturn that I experienced personally in my practice was the tragic event of 9-11. You see, right before 9-11, if you go back in time, uh, you could throw a dart at a dartboard and pick your stocks. Everything was doing well. And I guess I took it uh, for granted that everything would always go up. In fact, most of my clients during the 90s were in the stock market and doing very, very well, quite frankly. But then when they flew into those twin towers and everything came tumbling and down, not only the twin towers, but for three years in a row, the stock market went down. I realized that, you know what? I don't like risking my money and I don't like risking the money of my clients. So following 9-11, I took about the task of trying to find a product and a process that would not only protect my clients' money, but show them how to use and enjoy it. And thus, the worry-free retirement process was born. Now, just to clear up some confusion, a lot of people know that we do a lot of annuities. In fact, some people kid in my business call me the annuity king because personally I've written about as many annuities as anybody in the country. So yes, I love fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, and fixed interest annuities. By the way, sometimes people will talk about variable annuities. We do not do variable annuities due to the risk and high fees associated with them. But besides writing a ton of annuities, I still have my roots buried in the investment world. So contrary to what many of our competitors might say, we do provide a great investment platform, one of the lowest cost investment platforms in the industry, currently using Charles Schwab as our custodian. So not only do you get myself with 35 years of experience, but you also get varying products. You get annuities, we offer life insurance, we have investment products through our Charles Schwab platform, and most importantly, you get a team of service experts that's gonna be with you in retirement long after the sale. You see folks, retirement is not just a one-shot deal. Uh, you don't leave your employer and roll your 401k over to somebody and say, I've got a retirement plan. Retirement planning is much, much more. In fact, there's a huge difference between a retirement planning specialist such as us and maybe what you would call a wealth manager or money manager or even a financial advisor. So not only are we fiduciaries, but all we do is retirement planning. So that sounds like you. If you feel like nobody's really in your corner, if you don't have a written game plan that you can follow and monitor, if you feel like maybe you got too much money at risk or that your advisor is not really paying close attention to the details of taxes and fees and social security, all that goes into understanding retirement planning, why don't you give us an opportunity? There's no cost or obligation to meet with me in person. If you're retired or nearing retirement, we can help. So why don't you just click on the Let's Get Started button, and when you click on that button, here's what's gonna happen. Uh, your information is confidentially sent to our office. We don't share that information with outsiders whatsoever. You will be then contacted and arrange either a phone call with myself or to meet in person to discuss your situation. Well, I look forward to talking to you soon.
welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. And before we get into the correlation between gambling and throwing too much of your money at the Wall Street roulette wheel, let me first of all say, folks, that again, I'm a registered investment advisor. I've been licensed to sell Wall Street type products, securities, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs since the mid 80s. So I do not have a problem with Wall Street. What I have a problem with is Sabres doing an Icarus and getting way too close to the financial sun and burning off their wings. Folks, if you are retired or retiring soon, the key to a worry-free retirement is striking a balance between risk and complacency. You can't do both. You can't take too much risk. Again, it's too dangerous and there's really no need to, quite frankly. And you can't get complacent and leave all your money sitting over at the bank. Now, for instance, as we record this show, keep in mind these rates can change at any time. Uh, Aaron, I'm with America's favorite financial sidekick here. Aaron, we've got a guy coming in this week. Nice fella. He's in retirement. He said, Tony, I've always had money in the bank. I'm not earning any interest. Do you all have something short term? What he means by that, he doesn't want to lock up his money very long. And I said, so what's short term? He said, about three years. I said, yeah, we've got short term instruments. What are you looking for? And he said, I want something protected, guaranteed, and with some decent interest. Now, again, folks, currently, this is as we record this show on November uh, 2nd, 2020. These rates may not be available when you hear this, but basically, we have one company that's paying right at 2.4% guaranteed. Not bad for three years, is it? Nope. It's compared to 0.5. Right. So he's going to come over and put some money there. So that's what's, at least he's acting and he's doing something without taking risk. Okay, so everybody understand that. So what, so why does Wall Street, how are they so successful? How do they create so much chaos in the financial world by getting savers to put so much of their money there, or at least thinking they do, and we have to go to the casino? So before we were coming on, Aaron and I were talking about casinos. I've actually been in a few. I'm not a big gambler and don't have anything against people to gamble, but I just have never liked gambling because I don't like losing my money. I always lose. Uh, it seems like every time I gamble, I lose. But Aaron, uh, what would you say a casino, what, what's very common in casinos? I think you even saw a documentary recently on this. What yeah. do all casinos have in common? What do all casinos have in common? Well, there's a couple of attributes to them. One, uh, most, if not all of them, do not have clocks in them. And the reason that is is because they want people to purposely lose track of time. They want people to think, well, I can play more, one more hand of blackjack or, well, one more round or, well, whatever. You know, they purposely do not have clocks in them so that people lose track of time. They also make sure that uh, there's a lot of noise. They're not, they're not quiet places. They're very, very loud. And uh, the documentary I saw talked about one of the reasons they're very loud and those machines are, you know, pinging and being real loud is so that you don't hear the guy on the other end of the room who's falling apart because he just lost all of his savings on the roulette table. So. That's very good. Very good. So what does Wall Street need? Well, Wall Street, kind of when you think about it, doesn't like a shot clock. They don't like clocks either because they kind of assume everybody's just going to live forever. For instance, let me give you an example here. I call this the peaks and troughs. In the long, like the long term, uh, Aaron, what the Wall Street will always tell you is over the long term, we've made 10, 11, 12 percent. Well, that's fine over the long term. But imagine you're retired, folks. Let me imagine we went back uh, at our last major stock market downturn, which was January 2000 through October 2002. It lasted for 685 days. Can you imagine being in the casino that long and just losing money over and over <laughs> and over? Yeah. And you would have lost 37% of your life savings, folks, if you had done an Icarus and flown too close to the sun. 
So it, the market thing got better. There were winners again, right? So you get this confidence, that hubris, all of a sudden. Well, wait like a you, yeah, I think yeah. you were saying in the break, there has to be some winners. That's right. If everybody's in there losing, it's gonna be it's gonna be real quiet, real quick, because everybody's gonna leave. <laughs> Everybody will leave. But look here, you remember this, folks? And actually, it started in October 2007. Then the main turn down was March of 2009. It dropped over 50 percent, 50 percent, and then finally. Uh, the biggie, we just had this in February through August of 2020. In just 150 days, we lost 34%. So folks, you have to understand something. When you are flying close to the sun, when you are taking risk, when you're walking into the casino, when you're throwing everything on that Wall Street blackjack table, it gets very, very risky. So here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. And when you're there, click on the let's get started. Now, why would you do that? Because what we're going to do as fiduciaries, we're going to sit down with you and review your entire situation to first of all, see how much risk you're actually taking, how much uh, potential loss you could have in your assets. We're going to look at your 401k, your savings. We're going to look at all that. We are a full service retirement planning firm, and we're going to get it organized and lay out a game plan that provides that balance between not too much risk and not too much complacency. So take advantage of meeting with me in person, Tony Walker. Just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or call 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-9255. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. 